Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. This week on the Travel Tidbits podcast, Sharon, Samantha, Taylor, and I discuss dining options at Universal Orlando Resort. Hello, and welcome to episode number 33 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Erin Chaup, one of the travel agents of Pineapple Escapes. And today we are going to discuss some of our favorite or not so favorite places to eat at Universal Orlando Resort. Ladies, would y'all like to say hello today? Hello. Hi. Hi there. Okay, so let's jump right in. Um, At the core this week, we're just going to talk about the dining options at Universal Orlando Resort. There are a lot of dining options to choose from in the parks and at CityWalk, and we're going to break it down by the parks and CityWalk for you today. We do recommend reservations for any of the table service restaurants. So let's start with Universal Studios. We'll start with quick service and our favorite restaurant. And let's just go ahead and start with Samantha today. So at Universal Studios, there are several options for quick service and table service, depending on what your preference is. My family's preference is typically quick service, so I cannot answer too many questions on the table service restaurants. My kids think that sitting down for two hours at a theme park to eat is a waste of ride time. And so we tend to avoid those unless I am with, you know, Sharon and Jamie, then we can sit down and enjoy a meal. But I haven't had too many of the restaurant options. So we typically opt for um, my kids' favorite and studios is probably the pizza. And there is a pizza place right next to E.T. offhand. I can't remember the name of it. I'd have to figure that out really quick. But their pizza slices are, are really large. So one piece, if you've got small kids, one piece will feed two people. If not, and you're really, really hungry, one piece would still fill you up. Okay, great. Sharon, do you have a preference? Yeah, so my go-to quick service in Universal Studios is the Leaky Cauldron. It's there in the Wizarding World. It continues the theming of Harry Potter and everything that we love of the magical world. It is more British fair than your standard quick service, so you'll definitely find your cottage pie, your fish and chips, there, but they also have breakfast too. I haven't actually eaten breakfast there, but I love lunch and dinner. It is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, it's on our bucket list. We haven't tried that one yet, but that is next for us to try. Taylor, what about you? I'm kind of similar to Samantha on the Universal Studios side. I spend most of my day at Island of Adventure. So typically I'm going to have quick service when I'm over on the Universal Studios side, but my favorites, there's a taco truck. I think it's called Bumblebee's Taco Truck in like the Simpsons land, which I think is great. I like the theming of the taco truck and it's super easy for me to just walk around with it. And then my probably all-time favorite that I consistently go back to is Three Broomsticks, which is also in the the Wizarding World section. So it's, it's in the Hogsmeade part of it. 
but they also have like British fare. I get the Cornish pasties, which I say that they are very similar. It's like a mini empanada. So I really like those. And then you can always get butter beer there as well. Yeah, we tried. Yeah, so I mean, if we are definitely. Yeah, if we're jumping over to quick service and islands of adventure, I'm totally with you, Taylor. I mean, three broomsticks is fabulous. Again, it carries that Wizarding World theme. It's not as heavy on the British fare as the Leaky Cauldron. So I always tell my clients that if you have picky eaters, but you want to eat at one of the Wizarding World restaurants to go to the three broomsticks versus the Leaky Cauldron, just because of that. And of course, I mean, we've had we have a podcast on all the Wizarding World, so definitely check that out if that's what you're into. But I think definitely have to give a shout out to the green eggs and ham and Islands of Adventure. Um, so we, when we went in December, Samantha, Jamie, Carrie, and I, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Ashley. Finally, ate at green eggs and ham. <laughs> oh, and Ashley, yes, thank you. So every time we go, we're like, we got to eat there, we got to eat there, we got to eat there. And we never made it a priority. And this time, the que- we were in Islands of Adventure for lunch. And the question came up, okay, what are we eating? And we were like, all right, we're making it happen. Let's go to Green Eggs and Ham. And the tater tots, oh my heavens, they were so fabulous. Yeah, so if we're talking, if we're hopping over to Islands of Adventure, talking quick service, Green Eggs and Ham is my favorite quick service in Islands of Adventure. So my family, um, my kids love it. And so we have eaten there. I think we tend to do it on every one of our trips. And we have annual passes. So we try to go at least once a season. But Green Eggs and Ham is always the place that we have to eat at. My favorite is the buffalo chicken tots. Matthew, my oldest, he likes the, the Green Eggs and Ham tots. So it's scrambled eggs and diced ham on top of the tater tots. But I tend to always get the buffalo chicken. I thought I would like the pizza tots best, but the marinara sauce kind of like drowns out the tater tots and makes them a little bit soggy. So, but the the buffalo chicken tots are just the best. And I think we have to give a shout out to um, the quick service there in Jurassic Park. It's called Thunder Falls Terrace. So for your guys who yes. like your chicken and your ribs or those things, this is the place to go. The food is amazing for it to be a quick service. I they really have the was best ex- rotisserie. Yes, yes, they do. And it is a great place to go to in the summer because I've been in several times and I'm always freezing when I go in. So they definitely know how to use the air condition. So if you go in the summer and you're looking for lunch and you need somewhere cool, that's a great place to go as well. Okay, great. Our recent trip in January, we went and we're more table service people. We'll hold out and eat one good meal and try and not snack so much. So we're kind of opposite on that front. So at Universal, we didn't do any quick service. The only stop I made was to get butterbeer, of course, from the butterbeer cart. And we had it cold, didn't do frozen or hot, and we all really oh, enjoyed Oh, you totally that. missed out. Those are the best ones. Yes, that's what I told her, too. Well, the yes. cart didn't have the hot, and it was kind of a cold morning, and I didn't want frozen, so we went for the cold one. But we all really enjoyed it, so. Yes, you have to go inside. Yeah, the frozen is even good when it's cold. Yeah, well, even yeah, the frozen the is good, carts. even when it's cold. And we had to wait. I waited at least, I bet, fifteen minutes, maybe twenty minutes, just to get one drink at the butterbeer cart um, without even going inside. So 
There's always a line. Okay, so the next time we There's go, we, we yes. will show you the secret place yes. to go get it. There's like, a, yeah, we will, kind of a we will bar area that you almost never has a line, and they serve the frozen and the hot inside there. What side is this on? Is this? This is all in Hogsmeade. Yeah. Okay. So it's, um, yeah, it's the bar there in the Three Broomsticks. So it's on that back side. Yeah, in Islands mm-hmm. of Adventure. Oh yeah, I've I've been in that one. I've done what Aaron does too, though. I'll I'll wait forever to get it at that cart right outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, you got to go inside. It's a lot faster. <laughs> of course, now we're telling everybody our secret, right? So <laughs> yes. it's Hogshead, Hogshead Bar. Yes, thank you. Yes, the Hogshead. Hello, how did we forget that? <laughs> I don't know. I had to look it up, but it's Hogshead. There's almost yep. never a line and yes. you can get the but, hot inside there. So Matthew and I went yeah. this weekend and he had never had the hot and he always orders just the regular cold butter beer. And I made him, he always orders the cold and then he ends up drinking half of my frozen because he forgets that he likes it better. But I made him try the hot. And so I videoed him trying the hot and the frozen to figure out which one he liked best and his new number one favorite is the hot. So you have to try the hot, Aaron. I know. There's yes, so many different ways to try it. It's on all the lists. I'm a fan of the frozen one. I I usually I'm go in the summer, you, though. So I, I like when to cool off using the, the frozen butterbeer. <laughs> yes. But oh, my heavens, we could talk about butterbeer all day. We better get back on track. And so back on track. I'm with you, Aaron. When uh, my family travels, we love the table service restaurants. And I think I've eaten, I've eaten at a lot of them. So maybe we should go ahead and jump to the table service in Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. Yep. Sure, why don't you just go ahead and start us off with your favorite? Sure. So if we're talking about Universal Studios, they have two restaurants, two table service restaurants. And my favorite is um, Finnegan's. It is your Irish American pub. It is fabulous. When my family was there last spring break, we ate there twice because we loved it so much. The kids love the fruit plate that's on the kids menu. I know that sounds weird, but they absolutely loved it. They inhaled so much fruit. But of course, they have chicken tenders and cheeseburgers, of course, that they all loved. Um, The adults, we loved the Guinness cheese dip. Of course, the fish and chips were excellent. They have shepherd's pie. That's with beef, not lamb. But my husband loved it. It is just a wonderful place to go. Yeah, I'll second that. We went there. We wanted to try that one out also. So that was our main meal uh, when we were in that park at Universal Studios. We tried the Scottish eggs. um, That was our one item we really wanted to try. And my husband and daughter really enjoyed those. I watched them as they ate those because that's not quite my choice. But they uh, they did thoroughly enjoy those. Um, And my daughter loves buffalo. So they actually had buffalo chicken strips. She devoured them, wanted to take them home with her. But I did not let her because we had no way to get those back to the hotel. But yes, definitely good. We went at off time. So we went at 2.30 and we actually didn't have a reservation and we walked in. I think that's doable without going at a peak time. Um, Like I said, we hit it about 2.30 and we didn't have any problems. So yeah, I really think it just depends on the crowd for that day. Yeah. Taylor, have you been in uh, Universal for any of the sit downs? I went inside of, of Finnegan's once. It was a really long time ago, though, but I 
think that I did have the shepherd's pie because that sounds pretty familiar. Mm -hmm. More often than not, though, I'm usually eating table service over on the Islands of Adventure side because I typically spend majority of my day over there. Yes, that's that was our favorite park for sure with more of the adventure roller coasters. Mm -hmm. So let's just hop on over to Islands and discuss their table service. Uh, Sharon, what's your top pick over there? Sure. So Islands of Adventure as well only has two options for table service. They have Mythos and Confisco Grill. My choice of the two is Mythos. This restaurant is award-winning. It is fabulous. I've been twice, both times with groups of 10 plus people, and everybody is coming away really enjoying their meal. I enjoyed my first meal better than my second one, but that really is my fault. The second time I ordered the tomato soup. I don't know what I was thinking. It was a total mistake. Don't get the tomato soup there, but everything else is truly fabulous. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with, with Sharon. I've eaten at both of those, um, both Confisco Grill and Mythos. Confisco Grill has like a little bit of everything. I think it's great for like families or like picky eaters because like you can really get like all types of fare. There's American fare on there. So they have a little bit of everything, but Mythos, I think that the ambiance of in there, so it's like it's inside of like a like a cave that they built, which is really cool. They also have I, I prefer the Mediterranean food when when I go there. But I think that they also have like pad thai and Yeah, so they really they focus on the Mediterranean, Asian, and American flair of food. So yeah. But definitely. I will chime in there as the perspective of a picky eater they do have grilled cheese chicken tenders and pizza so i think it's on possibly on the kids menu they will allow an adult to order off of it i have done that myself so you can order things that are not quite as adventurous at mythos also okay good to know um that one's also on our bucket list to try i know we kind of talked about the quick service earlier from islands of adventure does anybody else have anything to add for quick service over in the islands section i think we sort of I know covered we checked that. Out. yeah yeah go ahead i mean there's there's lots of really quick options if you're just kind of wanting a snack something i mean there's cinnabon and starbucks type things that we typically grab just a croissant or a cinnamon roll or something for breakfast there is a mm -hmm. um a pizza place near the Jurassic World. There's ice cream shops inside of Seuss Landing. So there's lots of options for snacks. Yes. Yeah, so like for breakfast, especially when I'm going into a theme park for breakfast, I'm not wanting anything heavy on my stomach because I'm getting on rides. And so there is that bakery that's right there when you enter the park. I think it's called the Croissant Moon, but don't Quote me on that. I believe yes. that's what it's called. Yeah. It and is. it is really fabulous. We did that for breakfast one morning just because we were ready to get into the park early. And so we just stopped and got some breakfast sandwiches there. And I was really pleasantly surprised. It, they were delicious. Now, my kids' favorite is Circus McGurkis Cafe, and it's in Seuss Landing. They used to have, pre COVID, they had spaghetti with meatballs, which was Andrew's favorite. But it's in the middle of Seuss Landing, and it's all, you know, decked out Dr. Seuss, the trolley, 
runs on the inside of it. So it's always kind of fun. You're sitting there at the table and up above you, you can see the trolley circling and people on the trolley. And the theming in there is really fun if you have younger kids. I think currently they serve, what, pizza? It is on my to-do list. Okay. Well, the only one we checked out was the Cinnabon one morning, um, just trying to grab something really fast, and that's your normal Cinnabon food. I'm super basic, too. I, I just stop at the Starbucks before I go into the park and city walk. <laughs> oh. Okay. Right now, we're actually going to take a break for our sponsor. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, welcome back. Now, let's jump over to uh, City Walk. This is the main hub when you come into the parks, and they have lots of great options in there. So let's start with maybe some quick service options at City Walk. Samantha, what you got over there? So at City Walk, I think my favorite go-to for a quick service is the bread box. The bread box also has mobile ordering. So if you don't want to stand in line, you're leaving the park at 10 p.m. and you just want to grab something that's not real heavy. They have warm sandwiches and cold sandwiches. We, I think when this weekend we went, my son got a patty melt and I just got a simple grilled cheese sandwich. They have French fries, um, ham and cheese, turkey sandwiches, just kind of basic cold and hot sandwiches, but it's it's quick. Um, you don't have to, you know, make reservations. There's modal, mobile ordering available. There is typically a line. It is pretty popular for a sandwich. But, you know, if you don't want to go in and sit down in a restaurant and spend two more hours, you just want to grab something kind of quick. Breadbox is a great option. Another option if you have kids is the Hot Dog Hall of Fame. And so there's, it's kind of set up in the shape like a, a baseball stadium. And they have... Um, like the baseball stadium seats that you sit in surrounding it. My kids like that when they were little and it's just basic hot dogs. Okay. Good to know. That's on our list to check out too. Yeah, I totally agree with you. We um, have eaten the bread box and the kids were just enthralled that they could get like marshmallow fluff on their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I guess it's a kid <laughs> thing. It didn't sound fun to me, but there wasn't a crumb left on their plate. So you know, I won't complain about that at all. I even have a picture of my niece, like, pulling the cheese out from her sandwich. I mean, I'm like, this is the only time you get to play with your food right here is when the cheese is so yummy and so melty that it's just, like, stringing from your mouth to the sandwich. Another good option, uh, of course, it seems like there's just lots of pizza places all over the parks. So I know it's quick, but the Red Oven Pizza Bakery in City Walk is really good. And they do have tables outside that you could eat there. You could grab it to go. Um, and like when we were there this weekend, they did have the plastic sheeting around the tables outside to kind of warm it up out there. So you weren't completely sitting out in the weather. They have mobile ordering available also. And so in December, when a couple of us went for 
the Christmas parties, Ashley and I grabbed a pizza there and we ate there and then ordered another pizza to take back to Sharon, Carrie and Jamie because they had later flights that evening and, and didn't actually meet us over at Universal that day. Um, but I've never had a pizza from there that I didn't like. Yeah, no, we were very thankful you did that. And it was really delicious. And that is nice that you can just take it to go. Sometimes at the end of the day, you're tired and you're just ready to get back to your hotel. And so there's nothing like grabbing a pizza to take back and eat it on your hotel bed. I agree. The The Red Oven pizza place is, is my top pick on City Walk. You get quite a bit of pizza for yeah, not a lot for, for the price. Yeah, it's very budget friendly if you're traveling, you know, as a family and you can grab, I don't know, I think they average $10, $12 a piece maybe. I mean, you can grab two pizzas for under $30 and feed five, six people. Okay. Our recent trip, we didn't do any quick service at CityWalk. We did uh, quite a few table service in there. um, And there are lots of options to sit down at. A lot of main franchises are in there. So quick service, we were going to try some Voodoo Donuts, and we did not think about mobile ordering because it was super late at night, and I was totally bummed I did not get to get some Voodoo Donuts. Yes, mobile ordering is a new option for Voodoo. Yeah, if you're going to do that, definitely do the mobile. Yes, and I'm bummed I didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because the line it gets very long for there, especially at night as everybody's heading back. They're wanting to grab breakfast for the next morning. Yep, that was me. And but I if had you a have failure. not been inside, I do recommend standing in line to go inside because it is kind of it is neat in there to see all of their different creations and concoctions of donuts that you won't be able to experience ordering on your phone. Obviously, ordering on your phone is much quicker and. I'm guilty of it also. But if you have not been inside Voodoo Donuts, it's kind of it's kind of neat to go in there and see the different creations of their donuts. Because if you've not been to a Voodoo Donuts, they're not just normal everyday donuts. So they, I mean, they have them with cereal and bacon and just all this kind of crazy different options. Um, Andrew's favorite is the Oh Captain, My Captain, and it's a donut covered in Captain Crunch, which we don't get at our, you know, our donut shop here at home so right they're, they're kind of some fun creations to go check out if you have not been inside of voodoo before yeah we were gonna go the line was wrapped around and it was just too long and i didn't know mo- didn't do mobile order so note to self do mobile order so table service sharon what's your top pick for table service Okay, so my top pick for table service has to be Antojito's Authentic Mexican Food. I have eaten at this restaurant every time I've gone to Universal other than this past December. We were only at Universal for a day. We didn't eat in City Walk for dinner. It is absolutely fabulous. I mean, one thing the Pineapple Escapes agents have in common is we love Mexican food. And so we always tend to float over to get it but it really is fabulous i suggest though that when you go you sit either upstairs or on the patio the mariachi band can get a little loud and i feel like sometimes if you sit downstairs you just can't have a conversation so i like the mariachi band in the background but still be able to have that conversation with either the family or agents 
or friends, whoever you go with. So request maybe to sit upstairs or out on the patio. You can still hear the band, but you can um, enjoy it. And the food is absolutely delicious. Yeah, we checked that out also. We did enjoy that one and we did sit right next to the bar. So it was it was loud, but we did enjoy it. It was very entertaining. We had some good food. Um, we would definitely go back there again. Definitely, I would highly recommend checking it out. Taylor, you been in there at all? I have not been to that one. No, I've, but I'll have to check it out the next time that I'm down there. My favorite is the Toothsome Chocolate Emporium. You can't miss it as soon as you get on the city walk. Super big building. It looks like a chocolate factory because it is a chocolate factory. And I mean, I, I like their food there, but I guess they also have a brunch menu there. I've never been there for brunch or breakfast, but it looks really good. But I go there for the dessert. They have these incredible shakes that have pieces of cake or brownies or cookies or whatever sitting on top of them. So <laughs> they're really good. I personally don't like to some for their food. Like the desserts are out of this world. I agree with that. Go and eat dessert. But I'm not crazy about their menu. I I tried a couple of things and I just was not a fan. However, have to I mean the inside of it is, is so decorated well. I mean it's 19th century steampunk. It really is awesome. It takes I don't know, maybe the nerdiness in us and just really is cool. But I do love the desserts and they have other desserts other than the milkshake. So me and milkshakes don't agree with each other. So I get like the ice cream sundaes with the cookies and everything. There is an option if you just wanted shakes to go kind of to the left side of the building, you can go and order desserts and stand in line without actually being seated and getting the food. So I have done that a few times. I am like Sharon. The first time that I ate there, I thought that my food was good. This was a probably, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. The first time I ate there, I thought my food was was good. Um, and the decor and the ambiance in there is fun if you have kids with you. But the last few times I've eaten there, my food has just not really been worth the wait that it took to get it. Sometimes it seems like the wait there is pretty long. The service takes long to get I wasn't as impressed, but the shakes are worth it. If you like, you know, the kind of new gourmet Instagrammable milkshakes, then Twosomes is is great for that. But as far as the sit-down restaurants in City Walk, it is it's probably it's not my favorite to eat at. I'll have to go back because it's been it's been several years since I've eaten there. I think it was back in like 2018. So I'll have to go back and try it again. Yeah, definitely go back and try it again. I'd love to hear what you think of it. I mean, and all of us have different tastes. You know, we have different taste buds. Right. What you may like, I may not like that. So that would be interesting. I think another one that's definitely worth a shout out, it's definitely my second favorite in City Walk is Vivo Italian Kitchen. I ate there for the first time last year with some of the Pineapple Escapes agents. And it really is wonderful. So the setting is sort of like a modern setting, but it has an open style kitchen. So you can see them making the fresh pasta sauce and the pizzas. They actually make their own pasta. So they have the pasta hanging and drying. 
The food was absolutely just delicious. And it is, I mean, I love Mexican food. It's always going to be probably my first, but Vivo really is coming in at a high second. I mean, City Walk has so many good restaurants. They really do. Yeah, and the cowfish is good. Um, I don't eat sushi, but there are other options there. And for the kids' menu, Andrew's favorite at Cowfish is they have peanut butter and jelly rolls. So it's peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and they roll it up and cut it so it, like you would sushi. So he gets a box that has peanut butter and jelly cut up in little like sushi rolls, and he just thinks. And they serve him with you know they give him the chopsticks to eat it with, and he just thinks that he's really cool with his peanut butter and jelly rolls. But and then he finishes all of his food because it's not something that we're trying to make him eat, you know restaurant food, fancy restaurant food, when really the kid just probably wants a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, that would be Rayleigh. I pick on him all the time. One of my favorite restaurants at home. We go, it's nice. They have a nice collection of food. And what does he order is the peanut butter and jelly. So I'm like, you know what? You're happy and I'm happy. And here we go. Yes. Well, Cowfish also has truffle fries, Sharon. Uh, Yeah, no, thank you. So I did try the truffle fries. (laughs) cowfish i really try to give them a good a good chance they i am the more adventurous eater one of the more adventurous eaters in the group and i was like no these are not good at all <laughs> i was even joking around with someone the other day they were like oh hey we should go they were like hey we should go to cowfish and i'm like okay that's fine but we're not getting the truffle fries <laughs> No, I can't do the smell of them. And I don't remember who was at our table that had them, but I was like, I mean, you're just going to have to move those fries away from me because I cannot handle the smell of the truffle sauce. Yeah. Was it specifically those truffle fries or like just truffle fries in general? Okay. So to be fair, those those are are the the only only ones I've ever had, but I didn't like them so much. I really was scared to order them anywhere else. I really need to try them somewhere else because they were really heavy on that truffle flavoring or whatever they used to make that, that I was like, this is not good. But I really do need to like maybe find somewhere that like this is one of their signature things and try it. I like truffle mac and cheese. If you ever are at a restaurant, they have that. You should try that because it's... Okay, I'll try that. fits with the cheese better. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I will. I'll I'll try that. Okay. So, but Um, I mean... I know. Yeah. So, City Walk is... Yeah. I mean, it's good. Like, and I always suggest to clients, depending on what time the parks close, maybe just staying in the park till closing and then go to City Walk and eat dinner. Don't try to rush out of the park to get to dinner. City Walk is staying open really late. And if you can eat later, I think they're open do till that. 1 or 2 a.m., depending on the season. So, yeah, you have plenty yeah. of time to get dinner after you leave the park. You might want to make reservations because at park closing, I have gone and tried to get into a Margaritaville and it been like, a two-hour wait. Yes. Yeah. And at 11 p.m., nobody wants to wait two hours. Yeah, and that's another reason why you should book with a travel agent, whether that's Pineapple Escapes or um, someone else, because we're going to help you through all of that. Yeah, we ate at Margaritaville, and um, that's one of our spots we usually go to if there's one around wherever we go anyways. But it can be really loud in there. Also, we were sat up front by the band, and quickly, we're like, um, no. <laughs> so we had to move outside, um, but we sat outside under the patio where it's much more enjoyable. Um, you can still hear the music, but it was 
you could speak to your family and hear them. So we did check out Margaritaville and we did enjoy that. So I think a lot of the restaurants in City Walk have a really loud vibe and atmosphere in them, but I think it's just because you have all these all the people coming from the theme parks, you know, it's not really a date night vibe. Yep. So my, my experience with most of the restaurants have been pretty loud in there. Yep. Okay. So I think we have time to touch on Volcano Bay real fast before yeah. we have to wrap things up. Do you want to move there? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So Volcano Bay is the water park at Universal Orlando Resort. There are no table service restaurants. Because it is a water park. It's definitely a quick service, but they do have restaurants where you can sit down. You can either mobile order or you stand in line, get your food, and then go sit down. My favorite is the Cohola Reef Restaurant and Social Club. So Cohola means well, and it's right there sort of at the entrance. It's my favorite quick service. I love, I've eaten there several times. I've had the mango barbecue poured pulled pork sandwich i've had the turkey wrap i've even had the pizza it is all delicious i have never had any food there that was not good at all honestly i don't think i have ever had any food anywhere in volcano bay that wasn't good yeah well that's true yeah i mean volcano bay to be a water park so that was one thing i was concerned about when we went to volcano bay i have these um flashbacks of like i guess the teenage years where we went to these small water parks and the food wasn't good and so we were actually making like contingency plans okay if the food isn't good and the kids are hungry we're gonna have to go back to the resort and we got there and the food was was really good it was delicious samantha you got any suggestions in there No, like, I mean, like I said, we just, I really can't even tell you where I ate in Volcano Bay. We're just kind of, oh, this little stand looks like it's got something on the menu that we want. My kids are pretty basic. We do a lot of pizza. I mean, we, even at home, pizzas tends to once or twice a week. It's just kind of our go-to meal, but they do have good pizza options inside Volcano Bay. I've had sandwiches there. Like I said, they've really not had anything inside Volcano Bay that I didn't like. And what I like about them, too, is they have sort of those, I think they call them kiosks, where they're just little pop-up areas that have food. So they may just have, um, I think there's one place that has sushi. And so you can get sushi from this little kiosk. And of course, I mean, it's not like a machine kiosk type thing. It's just a little tent or area where you can get um, food. And so those are fun too. If you just want something quick, you can hop through there or they do have those restaurants throughout where you can order and just sit down and take a break in the shade for a minute. Yeah, Volcano Bay is on our to-do list. Um, It was too cold when we went, unfortunately, um, but we definitely will be going back to check out Volcano Bay and all it has to offer. Samantha, what were you going to say? The the seating at some of the the little restaurants at Volcano Bay are typically covered. They're kind of like hut type things. And so you're not, even though you're outside, you're not sitting in the direct sun while you eat. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. But another thing um, that I want to mention, I feel like it's, it's worth mentioning. If you're going to Universal kind of along with the dining options, is the Freestyle Coke cup. You can buy a mug for $16.99, and then you can refill it all day long 
at no additional charge. And then your refills are $10. So the next day you can refill, you know, you activate it for $10 and then you can fill it up all day long and you can fill it up. You cannot get alcoholic beverages or butterbeer, but any of the soda stands, you can get um, my kids like the ices in um, they had the, the goose juice. It's like a green apple icy and stuff over in Seuss Landing. But, you know, if you pay $7 for an icy and you take three drinks of it and throw it away, I'm probably going to be a little irritated. Well, you have this cup and you can fill it for free all day long if you want three drinks of goose juice or you want to try the banana. They have a banana freeze over um, near the Kong ride. That's pretty good. But to drink a whole cup of it is, is pretty much, you know, it tastes like a banana Laffy Taffy, but I can't drink an entire slush that's that, you know, without getting massive brain freeze, but it's good for a few drinks of it. So we like the freestyle cups. We have four of them. We pack them in our backpacks when we go back and you can activate it for $10 and then you just refill it all day long. So that's a good option, um, especially in the summertime. Now this weekend when we went, it was rather cold. It was 40 degrees with 20 something mile per hour winds and we were outside all day. So I think we refilled the cup twice. If you're going to go in the winter time and don't think you're going to drink that much, or if your preference is alcoholic drinks and you're not want to drink a lot of soda, they do have lemonade and water also available. But if you're going to drink, you know, if you're going to buy more than two drinks in one day, then that freestyle cup is good option for you. Okay. Well, next up is slice of life. Let's plan ahead. Who's got reservations coming up this year when you go in? Um, any special occasions you're going for uh, to check out? Jamie, Nikki, and I are going back to Universal in March for Mardi Gras. I think Sharon is still teetering on if she's going to join us. I keep sending her the food menus for Mardi Gras, trying to talk her into <laughs> going with us. Yes, she is. It's she's pretty, being a negative their, influence. Their Mardi Gras is for food options in the park, just their random. I guess, seasonal food options, the kiosk, Mardi Gras is, is the best time for that. So still working on sharing, but we're going in March for Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras starts, I think, February the 5th. I think so. Does that sound right, yeah. Sharon? Yes, February 4th or 5th, somewhere around there. Yeah. But Mardi Gras is a good time if you want to go. It is family-friendly. So you're going to, you can go with your adult friends and take part in the Mardi Gras available cocktails and, or you can go with your kids and you're not going to be, you're not going to have to be worried about what kind of environment they're encountering, even though it's a Mardi Gras celebration. Yes. And go check out if you go to the New Orleans stand, their food is amazing. Taylor, you got any plans to go to Universal this year? Still up in the air. I think I might be down there maybe in March, but also I was also looking at the summer as well because my friend is getting married down there. So either one of those times I was planning on visiting. So if I go in March, I'll be there for Mardi Gras as well, which I've actually never been there during that time frame. So that will be exciting. Mardi Gras is a fun time. I will probably record a tidbit on that in March, but. We don't have time to discuss it right now, but Mardi Gras is a fun time to visit the park. There's concerts that are included in your park admission. So you can see, um, you know, you can see concerts, you can see the Mardi Gras parade and all the different food options 
that are available are fun. Sharon, how many times have you been for Mardi Gras? Last year, I went twice for Mardi Gras. They were not doing the Mardi Gras parades due to COVID. So I really do want to get there this year so I can see the Mardi Gras parades. I saw the first Universal really parade at Christmas last year, and I fell in love. So I really want to go because it's a different environment. I was just looking maybe at going in April. I will be going to the other popular destination in Orlando in April. And so I was like, well, could I extend it and go over to Universal? But I don't know. I may end up going in March because it just sounds more fun going with Samantha. I am a lot of fun. But last year during COVID, so they did not have the parades or the concerts. They had the Mardi Gras floats out and about where you can kind of walk around and still see them, but they didn't have the actual parades. So Sharon needs to go and experience the parades and the concerts this year. Yeah, so pretty much what's going to happen is I'll get off this and look at flights. (laughs) (laughs) So back to the, your, before we got distracted, Erin, with Mardi Gras. That's okay. That's a big one to talk about. (laughs) We just came back from Universal a couple, uh, about the middle of January. So that was our only scheduled trip to Universal this year. So as of now, we're not going back. Doesn't mean a random trip won't pop up because those tend to happen with us. But yes, so lots of options to go to Universal for dining. That, I guess we'll wrap that up for our dining options at Universal. Which brings us to our crushed it section with five pineapple rings. The travel favorite of the week is a fanny pack. I will admit I was very hesitant to uh, convert to a fanny pack. I was last minute decision to get one, but I'm certainly glad I did. Everybody at Universal does have a fanny pack. They are much easier to tote around at the parks. And with the fanny packs, there's only... Three rides that require you to put them up in the lockers, and that is Velocicoaster, Hulk, and the Rip Ride Rocket. Otherwise, you can take it on all the rides with you. So that is a great option instead of carrying around a backpack that you're going to have to stow in the lockers uh, for a lot of the other rides. Fanny packs are much smaller and much more convenient. As not cute as they are, they are very functional and practical at Universal. I am offended, Erin. I think that my fanny pack is is, is fabulous and fashionable. <laughs> I guess we'll have difference of opinions here, but my take was like, oh gosh, a fanny pack. I don't know. <laughs> but literally yes, everybody Aaron has did them drag your feet. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I give uh, this fanny pack uh, five pineapple rings. It's a great size. It's not too small or too large. I really like the small front pocket. It was great to carry my little one ounce um, hand sanitizers I like from Bath and Body Works. So they actually smell good to me instead of just the normal sanitizers that kind of make me want to gag. So it's perfect for that little size. So with that, I do want to say thanks to Sharon, Samantha, and Taylor for chatting with me today about dining at Universal Orlando Resort. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. Our site includes a link to all our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all our agents and links for our social media. 
And we'd love to have you join our community. So with that, we'll say bye, guys. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.